Meeting call to order. Hello, hello. Welcome to our first ever podcast. Welcome to the President's Club podcast hosted by Danny and Omar. By Omar and Danny. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're not starting. This is episode one. Episode one. What are we doing today? All right, guys. So here is a little summary about what we're going to be providing you with content today. So we're going to start off why we started this podcast. Um, we're going to give you a brief summary of our trip, the progress we've done to get here, and kind of where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're just going to have some fun segments, a general segment, um, who we are, what we do how we met our relationships to one another. And then after that, we're going to have a little ick segment, which is going to be fun. All right. And then after that, we're going to have a couple of, uh, we're going to answer some questions that were given to us by friends, family, um, neighbors, random. So we're going to have a 20 questions with your host. And then after that, we're going to be doing the elephant in the room segment. This is called the president's club podcast. Uh, we were both presidents in high school and now we are the presidents of our life. So that's why this is called the president's club. We're holding on to that. We are holding on to that. Yeah. And so the elephant in the room is how would you say? It's a political symbol. It ties in with our brand. Ties in with our brand. We're not Republicans. And then after that, we're just gonna give you a brief summary about what to expect for the next episode. So we hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. All right. Sorry. We have our notes here because we're professionals. Um, we <laughs> <laughs> we know what we're talking about and we want to make sure that we're delivering correctly. So we're going to start off with our first segment, our first little um, section of the podcast. Yes. Why we started it. You know, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Who do we think we are? Do you want to start? I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> um... Well, the main reason I wanted to start the podcast was because I was looking for a creative outlet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not a very creative person, but one thing I can do is hold a conversation. I love to talk. I love to get to know people. I just love to con- converse. So I feel like this would be a really fun thing to do, especially with Omar. Um, and this is easy. Like, it isn't... It's, it's not hard. Like... Stuck. It's Have it's fun. just kind of like second nature to both of us. I feel mm-hmm. like when we, you and I, we've had our years of experience, mm-hmm. both being MCs, just mm-hmm. kind of you and I have always just been chitter chatter and it's just so easy to talk to you. Yeah. So I, this is kind of just a step up. It's just like a normal day at your house, but instead we're recording this time Period. and we're letting everybody know all the cheese men. <laughs> <laughs> Showing everybody what we talk about. All right. So is that kind of like, that does that summarize what you kind of the reason why you wanted to start the podcast yeah i feel like we both have the same reasonings i'm 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 very creative Mm -hmm. but right now i think in the real world there is there are a lot of things going on that limit my creativity Mm -hmm. i think i think for the both of us yeah and this is just some another way to tap back into it by no means are we uh professional podcasters no no i I'm sure we're going to get there eventually. We kind of, we both put, um, our minds, we kind of set our minds to, oh, yeah. to get things done and, yeah, and to, and to excel it. We don't bullshit. We deliver. And I, I, that's pretty much what I'm going for. I want to just have that creative outlet again. And I absolutely love speaking. I absolutely love sharing my, 
opinions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even, oh, yeah. Even though nobody gives a shit. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you it. And I think we're both that way. Yeah, definitely. In summary, we are both very opinionated people who love to talk and are a little self-centered. And <laughs> we just love ourselves so much. We're thinking, you know, what? who else doesn't want to hear what we have to say and see our faces while doing it? That's yeah, that. That's that. So I love that. <laughs> that was that was a summary of why we wanted to start the podcast. Now let's talk about us. A little general summary, an introduction, if you will, of who we are, what we do, how we met, first impressions, that sort of thing. Who are you, Danielle? <laughs> oh my god. Danielle, who are you? Well, um, I work in finance. I got my undergrad degree in finance from Cal State Long Beach. I love to spend time with my dog. I am a Libra to my core. I am fun. I'm outgoing. I love a good time, but not too much of a good time. I'm very much a homebody, but You're also very, very much a homebody. Yeah. But I think I'm extroverted. Like, if if need be, I will go out and have a good time and talk to <laughs> if, as many people. If need be, that's not, if ex- I have that's to. not extroverted. <laughs> she just puts on her fake face. No, I do love it. I do like to go out sometimes. Just not all the time. Well, that's Danielle, everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of our show. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's your introduction. Hello, I'm Omar. I'm 23. I'm a Virgo. I am a TV production student with emphasis in screenwriting. Emphasis. Emphasis. So if you have a juicy life story, hit me up so I can write about it. You can write about my life story. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I think if I write about your life story, you're going to sue me. You, the cast better be good. That's all I want. That's all I want. Okay, side note. Who are you going to have play you in your biopic? Ooh. Jenna Ortega. It's the it's the girl who's playing Wednesday Adams in the new Adams Family thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, Miss Latina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's her. Love that. That's my girl. Okay, okay. Back to, back to us. Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> I'm 23. I'm a Virgo. We both live in LA. I study film and TV production. I screenwrite on my free time. I just got a cat. Oh, yeah. Not by choice. Not by choice. Jinx Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. That's that. I... Love a good margarita. That is oh. my character. I love, I absolutely love craft drinks. It's <laughs> my vibe. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I just love a good drink. Right. And I think that's pretty much me. Okay. I think that summarizes me. What do you think? Alcoholic. Um, new cat dad. Yes. Virgo. Yes. A uh, film student. Yes. Yeah. Check, 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 check. Check, check, check. That's it. Period. All right. So now let's talk about how we met and our first impressions of each other. Oh, geez. <laughs> let's see. Well, me and Omar met freshman year of high school in our leadership class. Mm-hmm. Uh, leadership was basically like 
ASB student council. Student council, yeah. Student council, basically. Um, AS students, as they say in college. Yes, AS students. Or associated, associated students. students, yeah. Yes. And that's, that's what we did. We were both in that club together. I didn't really get to know Omar until sophomore year because freshman year, I was a little intimidated. He was a head honcho. Omar was a grade older than me in high school. Yeah. So I was a freshman and he was a sophomore and we were both in that class. And my first impression of you, I was really, I wasn't, I wasn't really intimidated, but I was pretty intimidated by you just because you were a very loud presence in the class. Um, you knew what you were doing. You had a lot of confidence, which is, which is intimidating. Period. Um, you were the idea guy. You were basically a big contributor running of running the show of running that show. I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And that was one thing. It was just, it was just like, wow, this guy's got it together. He knows what he's doing. He's doing the damn thing. He doesn't shut the fuck up. He doesn't shut the fuck (laughs) up. Oh my God. Someone knock him off his high horse. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Well, the first time I I remember seeing Danielle for the first time Mm -hmm. was it was that first day of class. Um, Was it spring or was it fall? No, it was fall. I was there the first semester. It was fall. Okay, so I seen Danielle walk into the first day of class for ASB and she already stood out. It was so funny because... Because that was cute? Sure. Because Danielle... When she's excited, she likes to walk with a little twist in her hips. And she kind of just like, she struts in the most nerdy girl possible way. And so she, of course, Danielle's going to sit in front on the first day of class. She was like second to first row. And she has just like this bright smile on her face. She's like super enthusiastic. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh -uh. I was like, this bitch. I'm like, girl, you are an Oliver's. <laughs> Come to find out she's from Georgia. I'm not from <laughs> Georgia. My God. I lived in Georgia for three years. That, that's a lot. Three years of, at that time, my 15-year life. She was a Georgia peach. Jesus Christ. Anyways, so, yeah, I mean, that I remember her the first day, and then... Just slowly, she started to progress into this. A leader. Sure. A president. A president, yeah. (laughs) She kind of just, um, you stepped up a lot more than a lot of the other freshmen did. And I really appreciated that. And, you know, even though you didn't always have the best ideas, you were still contributing. At the end of the day, we always went with my ideas. We always went with what I said, mm-hmm. what I said goes, and that literally mm-hmm. went like that for the next three years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I think maybe only once you guys didn't go with my idea. All right. And mm-hmm. I didn't participate. <laughs> All right. So that's that's when I met Danielle, and I think we just slowly just started to kind of just build, I don't know, like our friendship. I definitely look to you as a mentor. Yeah. Like you, because you were older and you were doing things before me, I kind of like followed in your footsteps. Like you were on the committee as a sophomore. Yeah. And I wanted to do that. So I did. Like I kind of just like followed behind you basically mm-hmm. and looked to you. I thought you were a great leader in high school too. Like you fucking killed that position as ASB president. And I was, 
I looked up to you. I was like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's very effective at his job. He's a little bitchy about it, but well, he's bitchy. good at his job. And that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be good at th- that job. Mm. So, oh, don't start. Like don't that. start. Just <laughs> but yeah, that was, those were our first impressions of each other. Very yeah, business those oriented. Were our first, yeah, those were our first impressions of each other. And mm-hmm. I knew, like, since that day, I knew I could always count on you to get stiff done, to, you know, be right behind me if we needed to do things. Because, you know, not a lot of people were excited about it or passionate, were, were passionate or were willing to get stiff done. <laughs> mm-hmm. You and I were like, all right, we're going to get down on our knees if we have to. We got to get the grip. Yeah, we have to literally. Literally hands we're and knees stay in after the rally. Class from, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, and I really appreciated that. And then I think just slowly progressing just out of ASB and out of leadership, we got closer and I wish we were kind of both there for our life moments. Oh, yeah. I feel like more you than me, though. Well, I went through a lot earlier (laughs) in my life than you did. So, yeah, Omar's always been there. The thing I appreciate about our dynamic, our friendship, is that Omar is very real. Mm -hmm. Like, some of my friends, like they're very kind and they're, they're they come they're, the way that they approach me is very kind. And um, I wouldn't say fake, but it's just it's just kind. They're telling you what you want to hear. Sometimes. Yes. But Omar never, ever, <laughs> ever tells me what I want to hear, nor is kind when he says it. But I appreciate that. So everybody needs somebody like that in their life where it's like, look, this is how it is, whether you like it or not. Yeah. What are you going to fucking do about it? Fix yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like out. we keep each other on our toes. Definitely. Because you bring that right back. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been such a bitch so many times I can, I'm dying <laughs> thinking about it. But, you know, I, I feel like at the end of the day, it's always, it's, I, I would appreciate that for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And that's the only way I give it. Not a yes, man. No, sorry. no. I, and I, and I like that. I appreciate that. But yeah, that's kind of our dynamic. We're both very loud presences who are passionate about things that we love, that we do, which is why I wanted to go into this podcast with Omar Yeah. because I knew that he, when he commits himself to something, he's going to do it a hundred percent. It's not going to be like a half-assed thing. We're like, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. yeah, sure. It's like, no, we were both having, how many meetings have we had since before we started <laughs> this? Well, we were brainstorming this in, I almost want to say like January or February. Re- like almost a, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. A, a couple months, like, Nine months. And we were like, we're not starting this until we think we're it's ready. It's perfect. Until it's perfect. We or have until, branding. Yeah. We have logos. We have an idea. We have a concept. It's more than just like, let's just talk into a mic and just see what the fuck happens. It's like, no, we're going to do this how we want is how we see fit. This is how we're doing it. We need production. We need mics. We need studio setup. We need an outline. We need to know what to talk about. We need structure. We're, we're those type of people. Yeah. And that's why like, this was easiest and best to do with Omar because he understands the vision. Period. And that's that. We know production. What, six years later? Six years later. Six or seven Has years. It been six years? I think it's years been seven years. Since you graduated high school or since I graduated high school? Five years and we're still great friends, which is very rare. How many friends can you say that you have still from high school? Maybe like five. Really? That's a big number. Yeah. I want to say like two. It was three till last week. Another episode. Another episode, please. Please, another episode. Shade. Shade in the court. Shade in the court. Anyways. 
Um, but yeah, that is basically an introduction to who we are, why we started the podcast, and kind of our dynamic and how we got here, why we're here. So now we're going to get into something a little more fun, our first segment. This will be a weekly segment, so you'll more than likely see this every week on our episodes. Um, it is called the Ick Segment. Um, usually they are themed, so sometimes we'll do Ick's about boys, Ick's about friends, Ick's about social media, Ick's about celebrities. Um, this week we are going to do Ick's from Friends. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So the con the the way that I would describe this is basically something a friend does or something a girl does that would immediately turn you off from wanting to be friends with her, girl yeah. or guy. That's how I w- like thought of these. What's your first take? People who are whiny. Like if I meet somebody and I'm like, oh, she's cute. Like I bet we could be friends. Yeah. But then she's immediately like, oh my god, it's like so hot. Or oh my god, like I'm so uncomfortable. Oh my god, I'm hungry. Oh my god, I'm thirsty. Oh my god, my feet hurt. Fuck up. It's just like whiny. Do something about it. I don't like. I don't. I can't be friends with girls who are are whiny. Yeah. I definitely need girls who can who can battle it out. Who can walk through through whatever who can do whatever i just i just don't like whiny mm-hmm. that's okay. one of my ex i can't be friends with somebody who's like that yeah i feel you on that right i'm kind of whiny sometimes though oh me too <laughs> <laughs> no i'm the whiniest bitch i know but like i can only be the only way exactly <laughs> exactly like i can if you're whinier than me then it's an issue because i'm i can be pretty whiny when i when i'm in the mood when is the last time you had to deal with that um, I would say life is beautiful. It okay. was 2019 life is beautiful. The music festival in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I was with my regular friends and they invited somebody else that was not in our immediate circle. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, who knows? We might enter like, you know, induct a new friend into the group. And she was very whiny. Mm. Like we were walking out of that festival and she was walking behind us. My feet hurt. I have blisters. No, 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 Like literally limping behind us while we were trying to walk away from the festival to get an Uber. And I was like, girl, pull it together. Take off the shoes. Walk. Like I need girls who are gonna, willing to walk barefoot on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Shout out to Rosie and Setu. If need be. Because <laughs> if that needs to happen, then that needs to happen. Don't whine about it. Just do something about it. Um, that was the last experience, main experience that I had with a whiny individual that I was like, okay, I can't be friends with this no. girl. No, yeah, no. That's that. You know what my ick is? What? <laughs> Bitches who can't adapt. And Ooh, what do you mean by that? Adapt. You know, I, I feel like you and I are very spontaneous people. Yeah. More, we like... Although we like structure and we like a schedule, I absolutely sometimes I just kind of want to like do something crazy. And I just hate a bitch who is just like, oh, no, that's not me. I'm not going to do that. Or like, you know, that's I don't want to say out of your comfort zone because I can respect people's comfort zones. Yeah. But there are people who are like, no, like I'm not doing that or no, like for no, just because just and like cause. just because. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, learn, like, what if you experience it and you really like it? Mm-hmm. And I and I very much do this and I'm learning to not do this is where I'm like, 
I try to tell people, oh, come on, like, you know, like, I'm trying to cheer them on or mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince them. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, wow. I'm, I'm going to do it. And I don't care. It. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I've been doing it for years. Um, and I just I just hate people who just can't adapt to the environment. You and I know how to adapt to mm-hmm. whatever room, environment, area we're in. Absolutely. And I that is a huge trait to have. Right. So I just... I just can't do it. I can't like if you can't expect the unexpected and and if you're going to have a meltdown, oh, I'm no. not the friend for you. You know what I'm Absolutely saying? Not. Because I'm down for whatever. I can adapt to whatever to whatever situation we get into. I am ready for it. But like if you're going to have a meltdown or if you're not going to even give it the chance, then I I can't do that. That's a big ick for me because I absolutely love doing new things. Fair I love enough. spontaneous events. Yeah. I love just kind of going in somewhere, going into something that I don't know. And, right. you, and I just have to figure it out on my own. Right. And, you know, a lot of people, they just kind of wanted it to be handed to them or they want to know what's going to happen. They kind of want a clean slate. They want it just straight up there. And I'm like, come on now. Like, that's not fun for me. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. So I, that's a big egg for me. Like, yeah. With friends, I need somebody who's going to be like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Right. Let's see what's going to happen. Exactly. Grow up. Grow up. That's my motto. I've been saying that a lot lately. I don't know if you've noticed. I think you said that to your dog this morning. <laughs> also, I was being a brat this morning. Oh, my God. Um, my next ick is not paying the Venmo at dinner. I don't know if this is just a um, depending on where you grew up or how you grew up thing, but I cannot be friends with somebody who is not paying the Venmo at the table. And what I mean by that. Here, a thing that I love to do is go out with my friends, go to a nice restaurant that we've never been to and go out. And more than not, most of the time, I will put it on my card, my credit card. Yeah. I will just make it easy for everyone. I trust all of my friends. I get those points. Yeah. Get the points on the credit card. I literally just, you know, give the credit card and that's that. And my friends are so good about Venmo me right away. We split the tax. We split the tip you know, however many Mm. people like we are very, we have a system and I appreciate that. When I go to dinner with people who are not my close, close friends and they don't Venmo me right away, it's not like I'm greedy and I need the money. It's more of a courtesy manners thing. You know what I mean? It's a little concerning. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh my God, I need your $20 now. It's like, why are you not doing it right now? Like that's the courteous thing to do. You knew you were coming to dinner. What? Like you knew you were coming to dinner. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you knew what this was. Like, you know I'm putting it on my card, and it's a big perch. It's like a $200, like, check. Mm-hmm. Like, why not pay up front? Like, what, at the table. Like, that's the that's the nice yeah. thing to do. I don't want to... Because then you put me in an uncomfortable position if you don't. It's like, I have to text you. Oh, I don't want to do that. I will not do that. It's so dreadful. It's disgusting. It's an ick. It is an ick. If you're not paying the Venmo or Zelle or whatever you do at the table to the person who's putting everything on their card right away, stop doing that. Do it right away. Be yeah. nice. Like it's manners. It's it's courtesy. That's that. I feel you on that. Right? Yes. Isn't that just like I don't I don't know. But I but, but for me I've just grown to like, you know what, I'm not going to dinner with more than like three people. Okay. Good three for or four you. people. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if I'm not going to a big dinner anymore because that's a headache. And like a lot of people like to have these big dinners. Like, you know me, I used to have big old birthday dinners. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to do it, but I'm like, fuck no. Like that's always an issue. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm like, you know what? Maybe like two, three people. Like, yeah. This time I got it. Next time you got it. And it's just like, if it's just us yeah. three, and, I, and you know what? And I've and I've learned to love and embrace the smaller it is, the more intimate it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like when we went to dinner the other day for pizza. Absolutely. It was fun. That it was, was fun so just fun. us three. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't, I don't need your money. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And I just, I've just learned to not do that. Absolutely. To not have big dinners. I because that is a headache. I just maybe need to stop accepting dinners, brunches to. No, but it's fun. I love eating. (laughs) But also the thing too is like, are you really getting the experience at a restaurant if it's ten or more people? Yeah, I I didn't have fun at that brunch. I'm I'm talking about a one brunch in particular where it was about twelve of us. Only two people were my friends, and I didn't know anybody else. No. And me and my boyfriend went, and we were kind enough to put the entire thing on his credit card. It was a $600 check, and we put the entire thing on the credit card. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, like, half the people there paid it right away, and, like, a couple did not. And the thing is, they were all rich, like, wealthy UCLA students. <laughs> And they did it. I just, I don't know. Like, you have the money. I know your daddy's rich. Like, why aren't you doing this at the table? Because you're drunk? Get over it. Drink some water and freaking sell my boyfriend. Like, don't be weird. No. I'm not doing that. No, it's just icky. Like, that will immediately turn me off to being close to you or a friend to you is if you're not vigilant about something like that. It's rude. I feel you. What's your next ick? Picky eaters, since mm. we're on the same topic of being at restaurants. <laughs> Picky eaters, because... Do you mean girls who... I think every everybody. Okay. You know, like, if I'm trying to go to a restaurant, have fun, and I invite you, and you're like, oh, I don't like anything on the menu. <gasps> or, like, everything looks gross. Or if you order chicken strips, literally, I'd be like, oh, my God. Because if I invite you days in advance or even like hours in advance. Look at the menu. You can look up the menu. And say, let's switch it up. And I kind of go to the same like three places. Yeah. Like my favorite place is Mi Corazon in Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like it. And I don't know why, but because I love it. But it's like, okay, if you're a picky eater, like if I invite you out, I don't, and I want to invite you out so we can hang out. Yeah. We can do other things. But if you're a picky eater, you're just like, mm, no. And you make me feel bad mm-hmm. that I'm going to enjoy my dinner and you're sitting there like that's a problem. Yeah. Like, I don't like that at all. I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Like, you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable and you just you do what you have to do. Yeah, because I'm also going to be in a bad mood if if we get there and I'm ready to order and you're like, well, I'm not going to eat anything. Yeah. Because I don't like anything on the menu. Yeah. Or, you know, there's something in this. Or, like, you get something, you order something, and there's, like, a specific ingredient in there. And you're like, all right, my day's fucking ruined. Right. You know? Ew. That's an ick. I have a lot of dietary restrictions. Me too. Like, and I, you know, I, I, I can't have a lot of things. However, I always find something to order. Like, I'm never yeah. not going to order something. Like, if it's a, a salad or a sand, like... I'm always going to order something. I'm I'm never going to be like... Mm. But you know what restaurant you're going to. Exactly. And that's the thing. You I know would never what get to, to that expect. point. I would never get to that point regardless. I would make sure there was something that I could eat and know in advance. Because I'm not going to pull up to the restaurant and be like, oh, wait, there's nothing for me. Yeah. Do your research. Or just say no. Or just say no. I'm going to go out either way. <laughs> My next ick 
is people who don't love my dog. Now, look. Is that an ick or is that a red flag on your end? Not my end. This is not a red flag on my end. If Look, I love my dog, Oslo. He's a French bulldog. If you don't know him, get with the program. Follow him on Instagram. OMG, it's Oslo. At OMG, it's Oslo. Oslo is the friendliest, most loving dog. Like, he doesn't bite. He's not aggressive. All he wants is attention from people. Can you attest to this? A lot of attention. A lot of attention. He loves people. An immediate ick of mine is when somebody comes over and is, like, pushing my dog off of them or, like, doesn't want to touch him or is looking at him like they're scared or, like, grossed out by him. That's an immediate ick of mine. It's like, why are you not in love with my dog? Do you tell people you have a dog, though? They should know. It's my whole personality. It is. Like, how could you not know that I have a dog? It is my entire being. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what you're walking into when you come to my house? People who don't love my dog or, like, kind of hesitant towards my dog, it's an ick for me. Hmm. Just because it's, it's just, like, weird. It's like, how can you not love a dog? (laughs) What's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm sorry. If you're a cat person, no, no, no. That's not an excuse. Being a cat person is not an excuse. Because I have friends who are cat people, love Oslo, adore him. It is not an excuse. He is a little gross. To be fair, I am a dog person. Yeah. I am not a cat person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a cat. Weird. Weird. Strange. It was hard for me. It was hard for me to (laughs) adapt. It was hard for me to adapt. (laughs) Because I love dogs so much. I came over and you had the cat. And you're like, what do I do with it? What am I supposed to do? Like You said, okay, now what? Like, do we just like play? Like What's the deal? What's going on? You can't see, but I literally had like scratches all over me in Vegas. But like, I feel you. I think it's kind of. Isn't it concerning? Isn't it like, why? Why? Somewhat. Somewhat you're kind of in the wrong. I don't think so. If you're coming to my house and you're pushing my dog off of you, get over it. Don't touch my dog like that. I love your dog. Yeah. Everybody should. (laughs) He's amazing. He's a little brat. Of course, but he's a baby. Oh, Jesus. That's a red flag. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that is something wrong with me. If you don't like my dog, it's chill. But immediately, that's a nick to me. I'm sorry. And your dog loves everybody. Exactly. He doesn't like, he does not not like anybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, how could you not reciprocate that energy? He's just a baby and he just wants attention. Like, how could you be a brat and not want to give him attention back or pet him and love him? Like, Did your last guest do that? Um, I don't think so. But I definitely, like experienced an individual who was kind of just like not into oslo and they would kind of like push or like try to yell at him they'd be like no no stop and i was like whoa that's kind of weird bitch that's what i'm saying it's like don't talk have i done like that? that no no it's it was it was over something else but yeah um that's an ick for me what's your last ick speaking of friends i think friends <laughs> who are territorial of like meeting other friends you That's know what i'm saying I'm, let me reword that yeah. your friends who are territorial territorial mm-hmm. and don't allow you to bring other friends around that's very elementary like like literally who's coming i hate that text message whoa who's going is it a problem if somebody else comes is that what like that breaks down to but i just think like that itself is like that text 
even I feel like that's even more of an ick for me. Ooh. Who's coming or who's going? Uh-huh. If I'm inviting you, are you coming for me or are you coming for somebody else? Yeah, like you trust that I have Yeah, company. like like I am your company. Mm-hmm. Who cares who else is going? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I'm like, I don't ask who's going. Yeah. I'm there. I'm there. I'm not or I'm not. But like, you know, those friends who are like, oh, well, they're going like I'm not going. That's not the vibe. Yeah, um, Like I can't hang out with them. That's not the vibe. Yeah. And if I and usually I'm one more now to just invite certain groups and that's always great to invite certain groups to certain things yeah and you know you definitely have to like feel out your friend groups and know who mm. meshes well with who who can do what yeah who can hang out where well you have a lot of friends not really <laughs> not anymore <laughs> you know what i'm saying though it's like yeah. because like bir- more like birthday dinners or more like just kind of going out because you know, sometimes you want to double up and you want to you want to hang out with multiple people in one night. I feel like that was more of a thing in high school. Yeah. Just because there was so much drama in between friend groups, especially in high school. It's like these these people don't mesh well with these people because there's drama because of this boyfriend or whatever. It's like it's very much that. And in high school, I feel like that was a huge issue because like I wouldn't hang out with you if you brought. Say it. If there were certain people in certain places, I would not like to be there because I'd be uncomfortable. So that was very high school. But I can't imagine doing something like that now. Tell like, me and I'll blurt it out or I'll, I'll bleep it out. No, you already know. Who? Who? <laughs> we're not getting into this on episode one. It is yes, episode one. Yes, go. Tell me. Your birthday. What birthday? I had literally every birthday. Your Rock Nation birthday. <clears throat> oh, but you still went. Yeah, because I'm a big girl, but I was very um To be fair, I didn't invite you. <laughs> yes, you did. I literally drove up with you. My mom invited you. Okay, well that's an invite. That's an extension. Just it is kidding. her house. It was her no, I'm just kidding. Okay, but you slayed. And I came over. Yeah. You ate. It's true. You served looks. That Rock Nation brunch was fun, that even was though I don't so remember. Fun. You blacked out. Just for reference. Um I did COVID spreader. I did have a birthday during COVID. It was my 21st birthday. And Your I, mom had little hand sanitizer. Yeah. And my mom, literally, she made like little goodie care pack, little goodie bag care packages for everybody. Um, I said I wanted to have a Rock Nation brunch theme. And if you don't know what that is, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Don't and, explain it. And if Rock, you don't know what it is, Yeah. And Rock Nation. Yourself. Yeah. Rock Nation. They have a brunch every year. Hottest of the hottest celebrities go. So basically for my 21st birthday, that's what I wanted to do. It was real cute, and it was, like, peak of COVID. So I only invited maybe, like, six people. I want to say your closest friends. Six people. Because there were people that I could could have invited, but they was out and about being super spreaders. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I only invited people that I knew were, like, closed up, locked up, you know? So it was was only, I want to say, like, what, seven, seven people. And even then, like, we were only in the backyard, separated. We were all, like, spaced out. Yeah, we But it was outside. a very fun, aside from um, somebody trying to, like, rekindle love with you, <laughs> it was very fun, like, you know. There, uh, was, there was a lot of good. There, there was, was a lot. It was, like, seven people, but somehow that seven people was, like, the juiciest night ever. Jesus Christ was that a and, night. And that was, like, the first time a lot of people were meeting my boyfriend. Oh yeah, that was his first time up there. Yeah, so that was not, the first time I met him. Yeah, so not only was it. Yeah, I drove with you guys up, and I was like, I'd never met him before. Yeah, so not only was it COVID, it was also like that. So I was like, 
five, six people. Like, we're going to just keep it yeah. low key. And I think that was the best thing ever. Yeah. It was so fun. Regardless of everything. I'm dead. I love how we went off tangent, but that what was were we so talking fun. About? We were talking about it. Your ick. That was, yeah. that, that's where that stemmed from? Jesus Christ. If I if they're there, I'm not going. Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, then. Well, then I'm going to go hang out with them. Exactly. Alrighty, and now on to our next segment, questions with your host. We're going to be answering a couple of questions that were submitted by a couple of friends, family, strangers, uh, so that you guys can get to know us a little bit better. Uh, Danielle, the first question we have is, what's something you're not good at that you wish you were? Uh, In an alternate universe, in an alternate lifetime, if I could redo my life, I wish that I could be good at ballet. I know this is the randomest thing. Dancing in general, I feel like I'm an awful dancer. I have no rhythm. I can't get down in a club. Like, I will only dance if it's dark as hell. Um, (laughs) But I wish I was graceful. Like, ballerinas are so beautiful and so graceful. And I really, really wish I was good at that. That was That's one thing I've always wanted to do. You give me ballerina vibes. Do I? You do. Oh, that's such a compliment. You give me ballerina vibes. Mm. AF. You could do that. I literally can't. I'm brittle. I'm old. I can't stretch. I'm not flexible. Like, it is long gone for me. I'm way past that. But in an alternate life, I wish that I could be good at that. I wish I could be good at ballet. To be a ballerina. To be a ballerina. On some black swan shit. Yeah, literally. Natalie Portman, black swan. What's something that you wish you were good at that you've always wanted to be good at? Oh, my God. I would love to be like a singer not like a singer a singer oh a lot if i had vocals like adele and beyonce i would absolutely like i know that i would be a killer performer i swear to you would you do pop i would do it all oh i would do it all pop r&b all of it wow i love r&b i know and not everybody's killing it these days and i'm just like i could do it Ooh. I could do it. I've done a little songwriting. Shut up. I have. I used, Shut up. When I was in middle school and elementary school, I would do. I would. I would kind of write songs, and I would like, you know, if you've heard me rap, only a few people have heard me rap, and I can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like back when I used to live in Northridge with Miguel, we would just be rapping, and we would be rapping in the room, and I would just like, you know, I'd be spitting bars, I'd be throwing jabs, but yeah, like my. My all-time dream of all is to be a singer. Like, I would absolutely love to be a singer, to be a performer. Uh, I I just think that brings me so much. Well, music brings me joy, but I'm not, I'm not like, a music person to where, like, I've, you know, I've done instruments. I've always been part of music, part of band. I've just really enjoyed music itself. I've enjoyed genres. Uh, just you know singers themselves i'm always looking for what's new what's next what's the next sound yeah and i just wish i could put something out there like that genuine and authentic not yeah. like some j-lo shit not oh. some, you know what i'm saying not some auto-tune shit A like because anybody can do that yeah. anybody can do i could do that auto-tune you know what i'm Absolutely. saying like j-lo her career like that's let's what not I'm not th- lo- let's not knock on j-lo okay no i hate j-lo <laughs> absolutely hate j-lo and j-lo hates virgos so i don't care <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a tweet that uh, Brittany from Glee, who's a dancer, I don't know her real name, but her character was Brittany on Glee. Was she? Yeah. She was the dancer girl. Um, she basically like tweeted out or said in an interview that JLo would cut anybody from like her dance auditions that was a Virgo, which I think is hilarious. Because they're going to outshine her. 
That's hilarious. All she does is dance on stage and not even get dancing. So, yeah, like my all-time dream would be to be a singer. Like I just, it just brings me so much joy. I love singing now, but I'm horrible. <laughs> like I have a, I have a deep voice. Hit a note. And like, hit a note. Hit no, a I'm note. gonna break the mic. <laughs> what do you want me to sing? Give me an E flat. I have no idea what that no idea like. what that is. Yeah, like I'm not a snob. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I sing Whitney every single day. Mm-hmm. Every oh, single yeah. day. Oh, yeah. I love that. All right, let's jump to an, another question. What did you want to be when you grew up? Rich. To be honest, mm-hmm. I've okay. always wanted to be a celebrity. Really? Always wanted Who to be Who did you look up to where you're like, I want to be like that person? I want to be that celebrity. Like It's progressed. Well, what was the first instance? Like, what made you want to be a celebrity? Like, where did that come from? fuck dude i mean like who did you see a celebrity and you're like i want to do that well you have to think about it like this we grew up in the 2000s era so Mm -hmm. we're watching all these award shows mtv so is that what so i'm just kind of like i love you know the fame like lady gaga Mm -hmm. like obsessed with lady gaga i was obsessed with sierra i was obsessed with beyonce i had like the obsession i was like i just want to be famous (laughs) So that's you know, what you wanted to be when you grew up. Yeah, I I was like I never want to be, um, I never want to be a what is it like a doctor? I never want to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's a load of shit. Mm-hmm. At a time, I was like I do want to be like a famous dancer because mm-hmm. I used to dance a lot growing up. But no, like I've always wanted to be famous. I've always wanted to be like a celebrity. I can respect that. Yeah, and, and not a lot of a lot of people, if they were to become a celebrity, couldn't handle it. You think you'd be able to handle oh, it? Oh, I can fucking handle it. Really? You said bring I, it on. I can Sign handle me. it. You know how like that episode of Kylie Jenner, which is like, I wasn't meant to be a celebrity. Or I wasn't meant to be famous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And Kim was like, I was. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't watch the Kardashians, but I felt that because yeah. you put me on that pedestal and I'm going to give you content. Absolutely. I'm going to give you taste. You I know can what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you put me on MTV, like. My crib. Put on a show. I'm gonna put on a show. Yeah. So I've all that's like what I've always wanted to be is literally a celebrity. At a certain point, it was to be a dancer, but that's because I was going through my Sierra era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know when she was rocking that's her so hips funny. and going back. So <laughs> that was like I've never said like a cop or a nurse or anything in that area. Like it's, right, no normal person job. And now I'm here in LA, and everybody says that. <laughs> I wanna be famous. Make me famous. Make me famous. That's funny. What about you? When I feel like I went through like the normal phases. Um, at first, it was a veterinarian, which is a cliche six-year-old yeah. answer. But that's that's the truth. I did want to be a veterinarian. Mm-mm. Then I grew up and realized that that was too much school and you have to kill dogs. So I said, never mind. I It was 2008. I was in my Cake Boss era. I watched a lot of it, and then I transitioned to wanting to be a pastry chef. That was my dream. I wanted to open my own shop and make pastries. I can see that for you still. I literally wanted to do that. And then as I grew older and my dad let me use the oven, I realized that I sucked at baking. Really? Yes. I'm awful at baking. So then I transitioned to not knowing what I wanted to do. However, always having this vision that I was going to be rich. Yeah. I've always... I've never seen a life for myself where I was like, oh, I'll live in the suburbs and like drive like a nice 
you know, a nice minivan. It's always, no. I am going to have a huge house. I'm going to have wealth. My children will have trust funds. Like, I have never faltered from that to this day. Maybe yeah. I'm delusional. Who no, knows? me too. Me I too. am fully Ooh. convinced that my life will be full. I will be rich. That's what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be rich. This is just temporary. And look, this is coming from two individuals who did not grow up with money at all. Like when we grew up, we did not have money. So this may seem shallow or stupid or that's not a real goal. For us, it is. I just want to be rich. You don't need money to have taste. It's and just, true. And just because you have money doesn't mean you have taste. It's true. So. But yeah, that's what I, um, that was my evolution of what I wanted to be when I grew up. It went from veterinarian, veterinarian to cake chef. boss. To rich. To rich. And that's where we're at now. I don't even, I work a corporate nine to five job right now. And I know I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I want to retire at 40 or earlier, 35. That's generous. I want to retire at 25. (laughs) I want to retire sooner than not and literally just be rich. I just want wealth. Don't know how I'm going to do. I have no idea. No plan of action. No idea what's going to happen for me. No idea how to do that, which is really stupid. But I really don't. I just know that that's that's what's in my cards. That's what's in store for me. That's the life that I am going to have. I've actually had a reading, multiple readings, and they (gasps) tell me that I'm going to be rich. Shut up. Yeah, multiple times. You should do that. I've had a reading, and the first time I ever had it, she's like, you're going to get really rich, and you're going to blow it off because you don't know how to spend (gasps) your money. And then you're going to get poor, but you're going to find a way to get rich again. Oh, God. And she says, you just need to learn how to handle your money because you like to spend. She says, but you're bound to get rich, Uh then to get poor again, and then get rich again. Well, that's fun. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds like me. (laughs) That sounds like me because I love to spend. Uh Uh-huh. It's true. I love to spend. Oh, yeah. Me too. So I feel you. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. Maybe we don't need to be doing a podcast. Maybe we need to be selling some merch or something. We need to do something. Start developing a model. I just want to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> next All question. Right, on to the next question. What is your love language? All of them. And I'm being 100% truthful here. I'm not even lying or trying to be cute. I need all of them in order to feel completely loved. If one is lacking or one is not present... I am talking to my boyfriend and being like, why aren't you doing this? Like, is it because you don't care about me? Mm. My mind immediately goes to, you don't care about me. You don't love me. I literally need everything. I need, what are the, what are they all? It's uh, gift giving, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. That's the five. How many of those do you get? All of them. To a certain degree. You get all of them? Mm -hmm. Wow. To a certain degree. I get, you know, some are right here, some are up here, some are here, but they're all present, just not in all areas. And in an ideal world, they would all be up here, but some are down here and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I've learned to, you know, appreciate that because I can't put that pressure on my poor boyfriend saying that I need all five love languages at all time. Um, I'm very needy. Yeah, you are. (laughs) But yeah, those are... That's, I honestly, truthfully, those are my love languages. Like, I literally cannot pinpoint one where I'm like, you know what? This is my favorite one. Like, I need all of them. Maybe not gift giving so much. I don't really care about that. I yeah, same. But um, it's nice. I, it's not like I can't exit out completely. Like, you need to be able to do that for me in order for me to feel loved. Yeah, for me, I would say the least one is gift giving. Like, I don't give a shit about gifts. Really? Yeah, because... I've always, since young, I've always, like, if I want it, I'm going to buy it myself. Really? And I 
don't have the confidence that if somebody's going to be buying me a gift, that is going to be exactly what I want to the T. And still to this day, uh, like if I'm going to buy you a gift, I'm going to make sure it's exactly what you want. And I'm going to confirm it like three times. Yeah. Like if I'm buying you a gift, it's because you sent me the link or you're there shopping with wow. me. I'll wrap it up. Yeah. So that you can open it again and know exactly what you're getting. But for me, like gift giving is not the thing because for me, like 60, 70 percent of the time I'm let down. Damn. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, so yeah. gift giving is not for me. I love um, action. I love doing I, acts that of is service. yeah acts of service i bat because that's what i do yeah i definitely do acts of service and because i'm not always going to be reassuring or gift giving or whatever the other ones are quality time physical touch physical touch sometimes yeah so but for me it's acts of service like i will if you need me to take your car to get an oil change and the wait is six hours i will wait there Aww. you know what i'm saying yeah if you need me to run around i will do that that's i'm just part of acts of service like that's that's good you that's know what i feel like that's the most useful one that is the most useful one <laughs> you don't need me to hold your hand you need me to go yeah. rotate your tires and go get you an oil change right. or better do the oil change for you Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to learn how to do it. Absolutely. So that's very much me. What's um, your giving love language? Like, how do you show love? Like, what's the main thing you do? Acts of service. Acts of, that's like, yeah. your, that's your thing? Yeah. Okay. Fair because enough. I'm not going to, I feel like, in words of affirmation, Yeah. sometimes I feel like that is like telling you what you want to hear. It is. And I'm so not that. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and be like, no, you weren't horrible today. Yeah. No, you did your best. I'd be like, no, you didn't do your best. <laughs> and it, and it's and that's the reciprocation I get as well. Yeah. That's actually way more helpful and constructive than yeah. you tried your best. It's okay. It's like, no, like you didn't put it in your 100% and that's why this didn't happen for you. <laughs> that's literally my boyfriend. He does not give me words of affirmation. He's not like, you know, you, you were great. You did this. He's like, no, you could have done better. Like you're just not putting your mind to it. Yeah. Or like, you know, you didn't give it your all. And I'm like, Shut the, f- I'm just true like, though. shut the fuck up. But it's true. Yeah. Because, you know, he's a lot harder on me than I am on myself sometimes. Yeah. And as much as I hate it, it's, it's the it's truth, helpful. you know, it's constructive. It's the truth. It's doing a lot more than you think. Yeah. So what I about you? What is yours? How do I show love? Yeah. I show love definitely with words of affirmation. I'm big on talking. Yeah, you are. As you can tell, like my boyfriend is not big on this. He doesn't. <laughs> He's not huge on, I say, I want to say words of affirmation is his least touched love language when he's showing love to me. He'll be like, yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, do I look good at this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you look nice. That's that. I am huge on words of affirmation. I am huge on saying that I appreciate you and what you are to me, um, how much I love you, how much I care about you. I'm huge on that. Another one for me is definitely gift giving. I'm a gift giver. Like... I do a lot when it comes to providing things to people. I don't know why that is. Maybe that's because... Were you given a lot of gifts growing up? From my mom, not oh. my dad. Did your dad give you words of affirmation? Um, when I when I got older, yes. But I didn't really need it when I'm younger. But when I, he's always like, he always told me he loved me. I got I love you when you hung up the phone, going to bed, saying goodnight, like... 
always I love yous, always I'm proud of yous, always good jobs from my dad. And my mom was the gift. Oh, my God. We're breaking it down. We're breaking it down. Because <laughs> those are my two. It's words of affirmation and gift giving. And I want to say, like, that's what I got from each parent. And that's how I mostly show love is gift giving and words of affirmation. Yeah, because for me, like, I would rarely get words of affirmation from my mom. She'd be like, good job. I'm like, mm-hmm, so that means nothing to bullshit. you. Bullshit. Yeah, that means nothing to you. You know, and gift giving was not her thing. Right. She's like, nope, I don't have it. You're not getting it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I don't know. Mine is just action. Is that how you were raised? Is that what you saw growing up? We're getting deep. Holy we're getting shit. deep. I'm scared. Let's talk about trauma another day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not trauma, but it's it's the truth. It's you're, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for years, it's words of affirmation. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And gift giving. Yeah. That's how I show love. Let's move on. Wow. We're getting into deep waters. We got I'm a little scared. Deeper. It's one episode in. We're already talking about the past and parents. Let's let's get into that later. We have a whole nother episode for that. Okay. Let's talk about irrational fears or phobias. Do you have any? You said I'm not scared I, of shit. No, I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared of reptiles. Really? I'm yeah. I'm absolutely scared of like crocodiles. Crocodiles, alligators, lizards. I'm scared of lizards. I'm really. Sc- yeah. I'm scared of sharks. <gasps> uh, it's my I'm, school mascot. I'm scared sharks. of yeah. I'm scared of spiders. I'm scared of spiders. I'm scared of terrified of you know what I'm terrified of what? bees. Really? Are you allergic? No. Then what the hell? I when I was young, when I was like eight. Did you get swarmed? I. Did you have a micro moment. Yes. No way. Yeah, I went into like this ditch, uh, for soccer practice. I was in soccer practice, and I went into this ditch to get the ball, and uh-huh. there happened to be like a wa or a wasp nest or a bee nest, <gasps> and when I got the ball, like eight of them came after me, and I had oh. literally gotten like eight stings. So ever since then, I've been absolutely terrified of bees. You can ask anybody. Like, I will run away. I'm Why did I so, not know this about you? I, it's I'm just so terrified of bees. As you should be. You got swarmed. Yeah. So bees. Wow. And just any, like, reptiles mainly, like, absolutely scared of crocodiles, alligators. Interesting. I have this fear that i will never go to florida because don't move to florida don't yeah visit my dad no <laughs> when because I to florida, don't go because yeah like that is no no way very interesting i think that's about it like i'm not i'm not afraid of heights yeah i'm not afraid of that's the dark stupid. that's stupid i'm not afraid of the dark i'm not afraid of clowns uh, i understand you know what i'm saying yeah. what about you um vomiting i have um what's that phobia what's the what's the name I don't know the name. I know what you're talking but about. But it is a but medical the sound, term. The sound of it or just... The sound, the action, the smell, anything surrounded. If you know me, you know. Throw up is my number one phobia. I am not the girl to hold your hair back when you're throwing up. If you start gagging or you say you're going to throw up, I like instantly have a panic attack. Like I've had panic attacks because people are throwing up before. I think that's crazy because literally at my 21st birthday, everybody was throwing up. I think I was drunk or gone before then. My 21st birthday. Oh, yeah. I was freaking out. 21st birthday. I was like, I was hiding. And literally every single birthday party that I ever had, I always threw up. Did you? Till this day, I still throw up, even if I'm not super drunk. When I drink. But I always go to Jack in the Box after. And 20 minutes later, I'm throwing up. Yeah. So. No, that's my fear. Like, I, if I feel like throwing up, it is the end of the world. Like, 
I have a panic attack if I throw up or if I feel like throwing up. I haven't vomited since high school. It's been like six years. I haven't thrown up since I was 17. I just threw up like last week. <laughs> um, and yeah, and even like if other people around me are throwing up, I, I spiral. I can't do it. I can't handle it. I can't help. I'm so sorry. I really wish I could be that friend. I'm a great friend in other aspects, but I cannot hold your hair back. I cannot guide you through that. Somebody else needs to sober up and figure it out because I cannot. And I'm sorry for that. You're a bitch. I'm also scared of the ocean. Yes, me too. But I would love... I'm I'm very terrified of the ocean because of sharks. Uh-huh. But I love swimming. And I would absolutely love to just jump off into, like, the deep blue sea. No. I'm, I don't think I'm scared of the ocean. I'm scared of open water. Let's generalize it to that. Because I've been in a lake before and I was freaking out. I was screaming. Oh, I love the lakes. No. Just, like, any body of... Wa- I'm scared of bodies of water <laughs> where I can't see the bottom. Mm. it freaks me out and it's because it goes back to like sharks and like just creatures like things that i can't see the unknown i don't like that i literally get two in my head i'm like oh my god something's gonna grab me like any second like my heart beats like really fast maybe maybe in your past life you were drowned maybe drowned and throwing up at the same time yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know but i even when i'm swimming in the ocean like every single time i go to the beach i will go in the water but only so deep because i'm terrified and I will never go snorkeling. I want to go snorkeling. I'm too scared. I'm s- I want to do it. But no. like, no, sharks? No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm... Not doing it, babes. Not doing it, babes. <laughs> it's not happening. Jeez. All right. What's next? Bad habits. What is a bad habit of yours? Um, I'm a nail biter. I'm also a nail biter. I think that comes from anxiety, though. Like, I pick up my skin by my, like, my cuticles, my nails. Like, I ha- never no, have No, I just bite my nails just because i just buy my no i think they just grow too long and i just don't have the patience to wait till i get home <laughs> so you just yeah but like they're not bad no mine are awful yeah a little bit mine are chopped up it's a it's a chop shop over here another bad habit i have is my closet is your closet bad it's horrible <gasps> anybody that knows me on the deeper level i've never seen your closet exactly for a reason oh my closet is chaos like interesting clothes all over the floor why my bad hat, like i just hate doing laundry really if i like if i have to do laundry or like it's to that point i would much rather go shopping buy clothes <laughs> buy underwear buy everything like that's ridiculous buy new socks literally no i i used to do that a lot are you kidding i me? used to do that a lot to where like if i know that i'm about to almost be done like i need to do laundry i'm just gonna go shopping and so literally my laundry day i have i do laundry maybe like once a month yeah once a month and it's like it takes eight it takes eight hours (laughs) it's a job (laughs) but like that's a really bad habit of mine like my closet is absolutely horrible anybody who's been in my room like hung out in my room will tell you less now yeah because you know now i don't have roommates yeah so but when I have roommates, and I used to have, in my old apartment, I had a walk-in closet. I remember. That closet was chaos. Hmm. Horrible. That's a, re- that's a really bad habit of mine. Like, I wish I wish I could be, I'm so, or like, when it comes to everything else, I feel like I'm pretty organized, or yeah. at, at least to the minimum. Yeah. But when it comes to my closet, I shut down. Like, I'm not, 
I'm not going to put it hang up all of my clothes. Even when I do laundry, I just throw it back in my closet. Doesn't that stress you out, though? Because your clothes it are like... It stresses me They out. get wrinkled and like they're just not like nice and No, neat. but I have a steamer. But that's like so much work. But that's a like that's a really bad habit, right? It's really bad. It's horrible. No, it's I not hate good. it. Grow up. Literally. <laughs> what about you? Um, another bad habit of mine. I'm not patient. That's another bad habit of mine. I'm, yeah. I'm not a patient person, and I really don't like that about myself. Me neither. I wish I was more patient. I have no patience for anything. Like bad attitude. Um, you know, anything time wise. Like I have if. If I want it to get done or if I need something right away, like yeah. I will do everything in my power to get it done right away. I have no patience. I feel like I'm way too high strung. I don't know. You are. It stresses me out because I I feel like it stresses other people out. You need a drink. <laughs> you need a fucking drink. And for all of our new listeners, Danielle does not drink. I don't drink alcohol. She hasn't drank since high school. Senior year of high school. Senior year of her her senior year. 2017, yeah. But I feel you on that. I am also very impatient. I'm so impatient that I do not shop on Amazon. Really? I can't wait. I can't wait for it to get here. Holy crap. Even if it's like same date, I can't. It's cheaper though. Isn't that horrible? That's That's a whole other level. I feel like your patience is more with like physical things, like actual patience. Mine is like patience with people. Like, I have no patience with individuals, and I feel like I need to work on that. I I would say I have patience with people. I don't. I don't have patience with getting things. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if literally, like, if I want something, I need to go to mm-hmm. the store and get it. Wow. I can't online shop. See that? So we have patience in different different areas because I, I definitely, like, that's one thing I worry about when I have children. Not anytime soon, but when I do have children, I worry about patience. Like, not tolerance, but just patience. Like I need to work on that. I need to get better at that. That's one of my bad habits. I think it gets worse when you have kids. Really? I feel like you have no patience. That's why I, I don't want to have kids until I have that figured out. Cause I literally like if something's stressing me out or if something's like, if I'm having a bad day, I'm not gonna have the patience to put that aside for my children. Like I will yell at my kids if I'm having a bad day and I don't want that to happen. So I'm not going to have children until I figure out my patience. It's a bad habit of mine. I really don't like it's a it really about good, myself. I mean, it's a good one, though. Yeah, I don't like it about myself. <laughs> no, but why do you think that is? Why I have no patience? Yeah. I think it's just my personality. Like, I'm very... Because I, I can see why I have no patience for things. Uh-huh. For people? I don't know. I feel like the... I think I'm just super high strung. Maybe because everyone around me, like, growing up was very, like, dependable and knew what they were doing like my dad i i like look to my dad because my dad knows what he's doing very dependable type a like gets things done so when people lack that or when things around me are in chaos which they weren't most of the time when i was like during my childhood like everything was always in order so when it's not well he's an aries that's why (laughs) when the environment is not in order or something's out of my control i tense up and then i lose patience and i I, I don't know. Maybe because I was raised in a, a place where everything was controlled. Everything was in order. Everything was in order. So when disorder comes around, I just lose my mind. Maybe that's why. I need to figure that out, though. But I've heard that you are your most genuine self. When you're stressed? In those times. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm a bitch. My I've real just, genuine I've self d- is a bitch. I just know like when you have absolutely <laughs> no control and you need to adapt, mm-hmm. that just shows who you are genuinely like yeah. in those moments. Because for me, it's like I... I know that I have no patience for items. Like I need something now to get it now. Yeah. Like, you know, little things like 
ordering a phone, like Ugh. my car, like, yeah. you know, I needed to have, I, when I sold my car, I needed to have my car like within yeah. the hour. Right. And for me, I know that that goes back to me not having control when I was a child. Like absolutely in my life, yeah. my mom was very dominant and mm-hmm. she showed her dominance. So if mm-hmm. I wanted something, she would either tell me no or mm. she'd make me wait. It was totally up to her mm, to decide her time. on her time mm-hmm. when I wanted it, regardless if I was paying for it mm. or if somebody else was paying for it. Yeah, I can understand it that. was totally up to her. So like I would be so eager and she would take my phone away for months <gasps> and I'd be so eager. Like I need it. I need it. Yeah. So uh, now like I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I am this way, like I need things now because I, I don't want to say deprived of it. It's a sense of control. Yeah. One, a sense of control and somehow connected i was also deprived of these items yeah so now it's like me being com- like completely dominant i yeah. need it now absolutely you know what i'm saying yes Isn't that crazy it's funny how it works see this is why i don't want to have children anytime soon because every little thing that you do spirals into how they grow up and i'm not ready for that yet i don't know how to handle that yet We've spiraled just now. Let's talk about our next question. We're doing 20 questions and we're talking about our childhood. This is not supposed to happen. Who was your first celebrity crush? Jeez, I can't even remember. I've had a few. Go on. Danny Phantom. <laughs> he, he gives BDE. He definitely gives like BDE, skater boy. Danny Phantom. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Danny Phantom was just my first childhood crush, I think. Real crush, like really, really big, hard crush that I had delusional growing up. My first ever real one. Like first I was like, yeah, he's cute. Like it wasn't ever like a crush. I was like, yeah, he's cute. Harry Styles, One Direction, was my first ever huge celebrity crush. It was bad. I would get jealous. My God. I would get angry and upset when I found out he was like spotted with other girls. I hated Taylor Swift for about two years when they were found kissing 2013 New Year's Eve. I was pissed. I think that was more delusional um, instead of a celebrity mm-hmm. crush. But yeah, that was my first. Oh my God. I can't think of any. Like now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I know one was, you remember that episode on Hannah Montana when she had the two boyfriends? Jake. Jake and the other one? Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> I think it was Jesse. The one with the black hair. The leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah. He could be the one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have more celebrity crushes now than I did as a child. That's interesting. Because I can't say celebrity crush because I'm like, no, I wanted to be her. Oh, <laughs> you interesting. Know what I'm yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, I want to be very self I idolize this person. I, I, I don't have a crush on them. Yeah. I idolize them. Fair enough. So I feel like more now I have celebrity crushes. I have a lot of celebrity crushes now. Right now I'm going through an Elvis phase. Sorry. Ew. I watched Elvis on HBO Max and it was really good. I really love the movie. And every single time I see Austin Butler, I'm like, Austin Butler, I'm like, oh my God, like he's Elvis and he's gorgeous. He's got a pretty boy face. I think that's my type. Pretty boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. All right. Let's wrap that up. On to the next topic. What are we talking about next? The elephant in the room. So elephant in the room segment is more just us talking about current events, pop culture, yes. the news, anything big, just to keep it fresh and fun. So what is our current events 
this week. The elephant in the room this week is right. elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. The Ariel movie. <gasps> the Little Mermaid. The trailer just dropped. The Little Mermaid. Last night. Yeah, the trailer just dropped last night. Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey as Ariel. As Ariel. We've seen a lot of hot takes about this. What do you think about that? Okay, here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think. This is going to be a very good movie. Yes. I'm very excited. Oh, my God. So if you haven't seen the trailer, watch it. But there is, at the end of the trailer, it's Halle Berry singing. Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey singing. Did I say Halle Berry? Yes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Halle Bailey singing a segment of Part of Your World gorgeously it's she's got like a little flair to it a little flavor to it yeah she has a nice voice i beautiful voice um that was super exciting and i'm very excited for it one thing i saw though a lot of discourse of course on facebook because that's where old people go to rant and discourse Mm -hmm. um was that she doesn't have red hair in the trailer did you see that she does have red hair in the trailer it's not red it's like auburn it's not like bright red Oh, and people were like, it's not the original. Like, she, they could have at least made it red. Da, 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 da. Like, that was one gripe people had with the trailer. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, Ariel's not a, a great princess to me. I don't love Ariel. I'm not a diehard. Like, her hair needs to be red. Like, I just want to see her performance. Yeah. That's all I'm here for. Well, for me, I've never... I was not a Disney child. <gasps> So I've never actually seen The Little Mermaid. Okay, that's ridiculous. I just watched Lion King. You've never seen Lion King? For the first time, I just watched Lion King um, when the live series came out. Because Beyonce. Because Beyonce was on it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just, growing up, me and my siblings, I want to say me, more me and my little sister. Uh I don't know about my older siblings so much, but we were not Disney children. Like, we did not watch the Disney movie. So till this day, I still don't get a lot of these references. And I think maybe that's why I, it doesn't intrigue, intrigue me to go to Disney. Yeah. I've never been to Disney. Disneyland. Disneyland. You've I've, never been. I've never been. And we live like an hour away <gasps> and it just doesn't intrigue me. So wow. I'm like, I don't know. I just, but I, I will say that I absolutely love seeing this trailer, obviously because she's black and, we're gonna have another black princess i'm so excited i'm so excited she's for gonna this. kill it and then not only that they announced uh mufasa is going to have his own movie mufasa mufasa what are they gonna do a backstory i don't like know yeah i don't know which one mufasa is mufasa's simba's dad the dad okay jesus christ okay and then they also announced another a new Peter Pan movie. I saw Peter and Wendy. Peter and Wendy. I saw only saw the 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 uh, cover poster. The cover. I didn't see. There was no trailer yet, right? No. I didn't see a trailer. I did see the cover for Peter and Wendy, and I'm very excited about that. However, the whole Peter Pan movie franchise thing is kind of saturated a little bit. Is it? There's a lot of Peter Pan movies. There's Hook. There's Pan. There's the original Dizzy Peter Pan. There's, you know, there's a lot of variations of it. So I feel like they need to do something fun and fresh with this one because it's a little tiresome. And you know what? It actually, I actually studied about this in college. What? So all of these movies that are coming out. So like the Peter and Wendy, Mufasa, uh, all of these extensions Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. The Little Mermaid, a new live action. Yeah. Is because our generation is so fixated on nostalgia. We really are extremely fixated on nostalgia so the only way they're targeting us is by remaking all these movies sequels doing sequels doing prequels live actions actions because our generation is so fixated on 
the dis you know the disney era the child era the 2000s era and that's why everything is just so nostalgic that's literally how they describe our generation i literally learned about this in one of my media classes and my professor is like yep you're gonna start seeing remakes about this remakes about this all your favorite disney movies eventually they're gonna be doing remakes because this is the only way that they can target us our audience our demographic because that's what we love so much but for me i'm like well i'm not a disney movie like or i'm not a disney snob but the majority of the target audience like 98 percent of majority you know everybody likes disney and i'm like oh cool that's so interesting you know what i will say i will say they did get me when they did the iCarly reboot Really? Yes. I, I, I loved iCarly. I didn't into that. Yeah, I loved iCarly. Wow. Paramount Plus, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> hot topic. Isn't that good? I think it's going to be great, though. I, I I'm have, very excited. I'm very excited. Do you know the rest of the cast? I don't. I want to know who... Eric is. No. Who's Prince Eric? That's a big one for me. Who's mm. the prince? What is the... Ursula? Ursula? Who's Ursula? I think Ursula, if I'm being honest, the last time I read it, Ursula was Melissa McCarthy. No. And I don't know how I felt about that. I'm not completely sure, but the last time when I was reading a, like about the speculations about casting, I know that Melissa McCarthy auditioned for that. Hmm. I don't know if she got it, though. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I could be wrong. I could be proven wrong when, when the time comes, but I'm not a huge fan of that, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. I I just want to know like everybody like Prince Eric is like the big one for me. I don't know, but I will say now that as a, as an adult, yeah, from what I missed out, I have really enjoyed watching these new live actions like Aladdin. Mm, I loved Aladdin was so good. I loved Aladdin. Uh, um, was it the Jungle Book? Yeah, I didn't really like that one. I liked it. Why well, I had never seen the original, the oh. cartoon version. <laughs> what else just good. recently came out? Live action. Buzz Lightyear movie. I love I Lightyear. I love the Buzz Lightyear movie. That movie was really good. I was crying. Did you cry? I did cry. Oh, we talked about this. I did cry. You know what? We need to do a whole episode on movies and uh, breakdowns of all that. Just like everything. Anyways, enough about this topic. Let's go on to our next segment. Our next segment, we are talking about our favorite memory together. Together. Yeah, a shared memory that we have. And when we were talking about this, when we were planning this out earlier, um, we were thinking, we're like, what's one thing that we both have very strong memories of? And the one thing that we both have very strong memories of... Coincidentally, (laughs) six years ago today. Six years ago today, on the dot. We got the Snapchat memory showing the picture of this day. My sweet 16th. His sweet 16th. (laughs) My sweet 16th birthday party. Jesus, that was one for the books. Yes, it was. I think back then, you had a lot more friends. Um, It was Omar's Sweet 16. I think I was I was 15 at the time. Yeah. I was 15 years old. We're only, yeah, because we're only, what, a month apart? A month apart. Yeah, like yeah. A, a month and a few days. Yep. I was 15, and that was the first time I got drunk. Really? Yes. The first time I ever drank hard liquor. And got drunk was at your 16th birthday party. Was that the time when you tried to sneak into my bedroom? Nope, 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 nope. That wasn't that time. Not that time. That was another party. I was single that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And having fun. I just went with my friends and with two two girlfriends of mine. Three girlfriends of mine. Three of them. (laughs) And It was Amaya, Abigail, and then I can't remember the other girl's name. Yeah, me neither. 
<laughs> anyway. Anyways. Sweet 16. It was a great time. I just remember just like everybody was there. It was a big function. When Omar threw part, Omar was like the party person in high school. He was the, the party thrower, if you will, the host. And I remember showing up early because I'm a timely person and you don't do those at parties. But that was my first party. And I didn't know. I got there you early. You met my whole family. I met your entire family. <laughs> Coincidentally, my whole family was there too. Yeah. Well, I think you were doing a thing with your family beforehand. Like before the party showed up with like all no, the high school I wasn't. friends. They no? just so happened to be there. I thought you guys were all just like sitting around. I, I remember showing up and you and like a couple of girls that were older. They were like seniors, I think. You guys were all sitting at a table and just like drinking or something. And like we pulled up. And really? Like, hey. Hey. And you're like, what do you want to drink? What do you want to drink? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And you're like, let me make you a mixed drink. And I was like, okay, sure. And I think you just like poured tequila and Sprite into a cup. And I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember this? No. I I remember this so clearly. I don't know who it was, but it was like three or four senior girls. And I was pretty intimidated because they were obviously seniors and I was a sophomore at the time. Are you sure? I remember. I remember walking, like coming into your backyard through the side gate and there was a table and you were just sitting with these girls and I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know them and like they're older than me and I'm like kind of intimidated. Was it like, she probably was there, but like other girls too that mm. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember either. But I just remember you pouring me a drink and me and my girl squad, girlfriend group, mm. we were just there and we were like, mm, we're That ready. night was so fun. That was my first time I had a Jaeger bomb, courtesy of Omar. I think I had like 15 that night. I only had three. We had a lot. Or I, had I had a lot. No, I, I I was pretty good about drinking. My first That was my first time getting drunk, and I was pretty good about it. Like, I knew when to stop. I didn't get messy. I was going to say, yeah, you, you weren't the messy one at that party. No, I wasn't. I remember who was. Jumping over fires and <laughs> shit. <laughs> Running miles down the street. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah, that wasn't me clogging toilets. That wasn't me. Who clogged a toilet? Was that at another party? Went <laughs> in the bathroom? No. Somebody threw up. Or was it your sink? <gasps> I think somebody did throw up in my sink. Who was it? Can we bleep this out? Let's bleep this out. Who was that? Block on my mouth. It was do you remember she was throwing up in your bathroom? I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Now I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. See, I wasn't being belligerent. I I held it together. And that was my first time getting drunk. I just remember that party being very fun. Like it was kind of my introduction into the party alcohol scene. I feel like there, there wasn't like a crazy amount of people there, but I feel like everybody who was there, we did have fun. It was a lot of fun. I liked it. Yeah. It was chill. What's show? Oh my Jesus. We go way back. So Literally it's because of me that Danielle had her first drink and what her last drink? No. No. You weren't there because for my last party. So I guess your he last introduced party. introduced me to it. Your last party? Yeah. The last, like, the last time I had a drink Hurrah. was at a party. It was at a uh, senior, it was like the end of semester senior party at some girl's house in senior year. Mm. That was the last drink I had. I remember I was in the corner of her yard trying to throw up. And I couldn't. And I was Who's crying. party? You don't know her. Maybe I do. Oh my god, yeah, I love her. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, that was um that was that's the story. We go way back because after that there were so many other parties and I feel so like So many other parties. You progressed. I just got sloppier and sadder. Sluttier. 
That's not true. That's not true. I'm not a slut. I honestly never had a whore phase. Never had a hoe phase in um, high school or college. Like, I never went through that. I tried. But then I just ended up dating him. Shout out to me. Shout out to you. Why do I date your friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Uh, That's a whole Do we want to go into that? No. No. For the next no, episode. No, 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 no. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our first episode of the season. I really enjoy you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you'd like to say to our audience? Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Our next episode, we're going to be talking about growing up in the 530. If you don't know what the 530 is, it's Oliver's California. The Dirty 530. The Dirty 530. We're going to be talking about culture, society, experiences, scandals. 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 It's going to be juicy. It's going to be a little fun. It's so going to be a juicy tune episode. In. Tune in. Tune next in. Week. And we're posting every Monday. Yes. We're posting every Monday. Please make sure to follow our socials. We do have a link tree on our Instagram where you can be able to access our podcast on Spotify, YouTube, Apple TikTok, Music. Apple Music. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, please rate us on Apple Music, Spotify. We'd love to hear your feedback and your ratings. Um, and I think that's it for today. Meeting adjourned. Meeting adjourned. And...